last time on Exiled, the teams were split up with Gene and Warlock being sent off to hunt down a group known as the Graces and join up with them, while Wendigo and Dr. Nemesis were sent to Wakanda, and they aren't entirely sure who they're supposed to join up with because Wendigo threw his uh, notes in Forge's face, and after getting confronted by the Wakandan guards, they have been possibly rescued by Claw? Let's find out what happens this week on Exiled. Dr. Nemesis and Wendigo, you guys are still in the Wakandan um, market square. A massive sound wave ripped through and opened up a space for you to go after Claw, who is a dude dressed in a full red suit, and he's got a sonic cannon on one hand, or for one hand, and he is beckoning for you to come with him. I look at him, and I say... Hi, I'm James. I play a Wendigo. Uh, the indefinite article is important <laughs> because if Luke ever kills my character, I will either quit the show in a huff or just play a different Wendigo. This Wendigo is Francois Frank Lartigue, a Canadian fur trader who was forced to come to cannibalism and thus cursed to become a large, hairy pro wrestling dad who eats people. And you can find me on uh, exiledpodcastslack.slack.com, uh, which is a little redundant. I don't know why Slack's there twice. Uh, at at least. <laughs> oh. Are we doing this, though? <laughs> to which Dr. Nemesis replies. Uh, and I'm Devin, and I play Dr. Nemesis, a uh, former Nazi hunter turned X-Men scientist. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? And a shout from across the universe comes. <laughs> I'm Jen. I play Warlock. He's a good, good alien robot boy. I'm Kaylee. I play the teenage time traveling uh, mutant Jean Grey from the X Men. And I'm Luke, the game master who forgot to do this. Oh. Consummate professional. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I had that good laugh where your cheeks start to hurt after a while. Okay. So, James. Uh, so, Wendigo and Dr. Nemesis don't break the fourth wall and become aware that their character is merely played by people in this world. Um, yes, Claw is motioning to the two of you. Yes, and Luke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Luke. Yes, and. <laughs> the number one rule of Exiled Podcast. <laughs> and in me, just in my life. <laughs> the, the code to which James 
<laughs> adheres in all things in life. It's just like the way he wants his burgers. It's like, oh, you can always put more stuff onto the burger. Hey, hey, let's, no, no. <laughs> I prefer my burgers relatively plain. I don't like a lot on them. It's cool if other people like a lot of things on their burgers. It's not to my taste. Anyways, I look at uh, Dr. Ne- when I go looks at Dr. Nemesis and goes like, well, holding up like a finger to claw him, he's like, so, um, what do you think? I feel like he, I feel like he was the person we were supposed to stop. I thought his name was mentioned several times by Enchantress, but I don't really remember. <laughs> Roll me a reason check, both of you. I'm very good at that. I'm actually very good at that. I rolled in the green. Yeah, I'm a green. Yeah, both of you remember that was Mr. Claw who you're supposed to stop. And that is spelled with a C. This is Claw with a K. Oh. I'm glad I was able mm-hmm. to infer that spelling from listening to Enchantress talk. Yeah. Listen, it's good to be a goddess. You have is this special... like the Claw from Inspector Gadget? Talking powers. <laughs> there was a PowerPoint oh, to accompany yes. the presentation. Yeah, but it was just pictures of her abs. <laughs> yeah, but it also said you need to stop Mr. Claw with a C. It, it had the like important names in big letters on front. She's trying a new thing to help you like remember things. It's Abometrics. It's the uh, new ab-based inspirational leadership system. You've heard of Six Sigma? Now it's Six Pack Sigma. I haven't heard of Six Sigma. What is it? I got an email. It's a leadership training setup used by corporate companies who want to spend a bunch of money for what sort of basic leadership training. No, I, I work for the government, so we don't do that. Yeah. The Canadian government. No, I work for the provincial government. The Canadian provincial government. No. Anyways. I love this game. For some reason. Ignorance about the, your neighbors to the north. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. It was like how we used to do a test where it was like, oh, how many people can name the Prime Minister of Canada? Trudy. And nobody could. Just say D. John Diefenbaker, you're good. You know, the Mackenzie King used to hold seances to talk to his dead dog. He was the leader of our nation in listen, like the 60s. Listen. In the 50s. Sometimes people are cool, even though they... I mean, he's such a great one who told the people to eat shit. Sometimes you just gotta hold a seance yeah, for your yeah, dead Jen, dog. Sometimes you miss your dog. And you want a medium to bark at you for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he communicated with uh, several of his dead dogs, the spirit of the late President Roosevelt, his grandfather, his mother... Uh, Sir Wilfrid Laurier, one of the first prime ministers of Canada, and Leonardo da Vinci. Honestly, more which prime minister? He also asked them about whether or not he'd win the election. Grant Morrison had nothing on him. I said he also, uh, in 1935, asked if he'd win that election. He asked the spirits you know if he'd what? win that election. Good for him. Was he also like a terrible person for other reasons? <laughs> I support. I, eh, I support seance use. Know for a lot about like his personal stuff. purposes. Uh, he did win the election. 
different? He did win the election. Probably because he asked the spirits. I mean, I think it's also that uh, ghosts can legally vote in Canada. It was the it was the it was the depression, and when the depression didn't immediately end, people blamed <laughs> the other government. But no, he was he had a lot of somewhat uh, yeah he had a lot of somewhat like Rooseveltian uh, opinion like New Deal esque mm-hmm. policies. Which one's the one that told the people to eat shit, James? I mean, that was probably true. The first Trudeau, let's be honest. That's the kind of thing he'd okay. say. The one who tried to kill the X-Men. Oh, no, that was the current one. That was, uh, no, Justin Justin Trudeau called uh, Peter Kent uh, a piece of shit. That was, this was when Justin Trudeau was the leader of the federal liberal party, but not yet the prime minister. So he said that to the federal environment minister, who, in the meager defense of a current prime minister I dislike quite a lot, uh, Peter Kent was a piece of shit, so. No, it wasn't that. He told, it was, one of them told it was the Quebecois de Montmerd. Oh, that was probably then his dad. Okay. Peter Trudeau. That was probably, yeah. Yeah, that was. Anyway, Peter thank you for Trudeau. coming to our Canadian history podcast. Uh, in cur- Canadian current affairs. I don't edit any of this. Okay, so uh, I did, we, we're not usually taught about this, but I did, you know, discover, uh, I guess, in 1937, Mackenzie King visited Germany and met with Adolf Hitler. Uh, he decided Hitler was akin no. to the mythical Wagnerian oh heroes oh. within whom good and evil were struggling. And he thought that good would eventually Wait, triumph, is this, and is Hitler this would the redeem his people. Guy? Is this so the that's not exactly again? what happened. Oh God! I yeah, it's the seance guy. Fucking piss on him. <laughs> Why can't anyone just have a good seance and be chill? Fuck. Yeah, uh, we're not taught about that in school. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why you weren't taught that. <laughs> So yeah, claw the <laughs> marketplace. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, he also he also denied Jews at the border, so you know. Ah! Kind of just shitty all around, I guess. People people liked his economic policies. Yep. But he was pretty bad. Oh yeah, also I did know this. Uh he did intern Japanese Canadians in internment camps. Yep. He was pretty bad. Seems to be the message here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I assume so. Listen, almost all of them have been bad. But he was pretty bad on the scale of things. I thought you said been bad, and I was like, is that a new version of my brother, my brother, and me? No, it's not. So can we get back to Wakanda? Sure. Sure. Okay. So Claw is gesturing for you to come towards him. What are you guys doing? I hold up my finger again and at him and, and like turn over to doc, to Doctor Nemesis and like sort of like whisper like, uh, I mean like we could kill him I guess if it turns out he's bad. Yeah, I'm okay for that. Okay, uh, those other people did attack us after all. Yeah. Uh, we we go with him, but I look back where he can't see, and I wink. I do a big conspicuous wink at the Wakandans. 
so that they know they're they're in pain or their ears are ringing right now. Yeah, well, I didn't speak to them. I winked. They can fucking look with their eyes. Sure, sure, sure. Let's. And then you run over to him. I go at my own pace. I walk over. And what about Nemesis? I'm not going to run ahead of the group. I'll walk with him. Yeah, we're cool guys. <laughs> he he sees you moving slowly towards him, and he starts running at a... He starts jogging, hoping that you guys will like pick up, but you need to follow him at a faster pace. I walk a little faster. No, this is a power play. And uh, when there's a bit more of a uh, clearing where there aren't people who are currently on their feet, he opens up a portal. And he walks through, sticks a hand back out, and gestures for you to come into it. Do I do I have a notepad or a piece of paper on me? Where would you keep it? In the pocket of my sweet jacket, which I've canonically had since like the first episode. Yeah, you have that. Okay, I I read a quick note saying, uh, "Hi, Wakanda. We're not bad. We're not with him. We're good guys. Uh, please trust us. Hugs and kisses, Frank." And I leave it on the ground, and then I walk through the portal. And Nemesis, are you doing anything similar? Have a great summer. He spends his name on the bottom of it. I'll sign my name to the card, too. (laughs) (laughs) See you in the car. (laughs) And uh, you guys walk through the portal, and you find yourselves... In what looks to be a small outpost in the Wakandan jungle somewhere. And uh, Claw and says, Hello, my name is Claw. Are you Umbaku? He says, turning to Wendigo. I'm Frank. Frank! So you are not the man-ape. No, like wow, look at this listen, racist face called me that too, and it was racist then. It's racist now. Side note with Wendigo, you could ju- you could always just lie. We could probably get more stuff and take all of his shit if he thinks that you're his pal. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not gonna go along. I, I'm not gonna go along with with this. I'm standing up for my people, Brad Bradley. What's your name? James. Jim. (laughs) Fine, we'll see how this plays out then. Claw has just been like listening to your conversation the entire time. Well, I mean, I did include him in it by saying, by immediately starting it with him and he hasn't replied yet. So it's got a little rude, if you ask me. I know he's apparently racist, but he's also just rude. Why can't he be one of those polite racists? You know, like most of Canada. If you are not the man-ape, I apologize for the confusion on my part. We heard reports that man-ape had shown up, 
and if he had been resurrected, we hoped to bring him to our cause. No, I'm just Frank. I'm just a Wendigo. But thank you for your apology. And uh, out of one of the tents, a uh, tall man steps out. And uh, he looks over the both of you and then extends a uh, hand. Greetings. I rolled a 98 to recognize you. James. Uh, Nemesis, are you rolling? 17, I do not recognize. (laughs) Okay. You don't recognize him exactly, but he looks to you sort of like a uh, man named Eric Killmonger from your universe. Who had apparently been a Wakandan pro wrestler. I'm assuming because if you're going to go and give yourself the surname of Killmonger, you might as well become a wrestler. I don't know. Like, look at... uh, uh... Look at, like, Richard Blood. Or, you know, Ricky Steamboat. Like, he already had a great wrestling name, and he was just like, okay, I guess Steamboat? Yeah, but if you want to wrestle alligators, you give yourself a name like Steamboat. I don't appease the white people like that. (sighs) Well, yeah, he uh, extends a hand. My name is Bashenga Killmonger. And I am the leader of the Freedom Legion. Oh well, that well that that seems re- that seems reasonable. I shake his hand. Drafting career not pan out. I thought you did quite well in those Creed films. <laughs> ah, no, this would be Eric Killmonger's son in oh. this universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of the Connecticut Killmongers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of the Wakandan Killmongers. Went to Yale. Yep. And we will switch over now to the other team. So, Gene and Warlock, you have been brought to the guard post here on uh, Galdab Omega in the township of Abyss, and the guard post is relatively empty. There's some uh, space guns and uh, space laser spears that are on the wall. There's a small prison cell where there's a woman inside of it. And there's a few other guards who are just sitting around. And they don't really pay attention to you as you come in. They're caught up in a uh, card game right now. I cock my head at whoever's in the cell and say, hello. Uh, yeah, you get let in and like a few of the guards look up. What brings you to Abyss today? We're here to train with the Graces. You want to train with the Graces? You're, what, like 15, 16? 17. Okay. They they look over to you, Warlock, and what what are you? Self is... Oh, that's hurtful. Uh... <laughs> I'm just sweating. <laughs> like, what? Uh, uh, um, self is... A year older, a year closer to the grave. It is dark humor. <laughs> the guards laugh. Well, um, yeah, if you, if, okay, if you want to uh, join, you got to prove that you're worth it so far. How, how do we do that? The guards, like, look and talk to each other for a second. 
And then uh, the one you've been talking to comes back. Uh, okay. And she, like, leads you outside and points up, and you see what looks to be a station in space around the planet. That's a uh, Kree satellite base. Bring back one of their universal weapons, and, you know, we'll we'll let you in. We'll let you go and get your training. Hi, I'd like to do a check hmm. to see what I know about the Kree. <laughs> I just roll for that. Uh, yep. That is in the green. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll let you ask me one question. If you ever want to do knowledge and it's not just like basic stuff, you can ask me specific, a specific um, question. And uh, yes, uh, do I know anything about their sort of general defenses for ships? Um, what do you mean by general defenses? Uh, like how I I want to know how dangerous this trip is going to be. Uh, the Kree are pretty dangerous. Um, both Jean and Warlock, roll me an intuition check. And Jean, are you going to try and like? Do you want to do anything with your powers to help you understand what their goal is uh, here? Sure. Or? Am I still like knocking myself back to columns? Um, I'll say only one okay. column at this point. Um, I got in the white. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the green. Um, okay. So, Warlock, you're you're just like, oh, this sounds easy. You don't know a lot about the uh, Kree defenses or anything, but, you know, if if they've got weapons and these people just want you to get one, they're probably asking you to do something. And I know how to fly through space, so it's no problem at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gene, you you sort of are picking up that this is they're expecting you to get arrested. There is a uh, prisoner in the uh, jail cell and she's like, hey, if you uh, need help getting up to the Kree base, I'll help you. I turn into a spaceship. Yeah. Is there enough room for Gene? I turn into or... a spaceship around Gene. I turn into a mech. <laughs> uh, okay, roll that transformation check. Well, goddammit, why do I keep ro- I, like, leveled- Oh, oh, I did level up my- uh, Still too fucking low. Okay. Well, I don't do that, I guess. Gene dies in the cold vacuum. <laughs> Gene now has the technogenic virus. <laughs> the end. Bye, everybody. Gene lost. <laughs> I'm so glad I level up um, this power so that I could, still can't fucking use it. <laughs> I rolled an 11. What did you roll? I have 100 in size manipulation. (laughs) Uh, You try to, and uh, you realize that the uh, seat that you made for Gene is actually on the outside of the ship. Like, it's a kid's understanding of what Uh a spaceship would look like with people riding on it. It's adorable, but probably deadly. (laughs) Yes. How can you help, friend? Sinjin. Sin. 
Sinjin. Mm-hmm. Sinjin Quaro. I, I've I've got a ship back here. They they offered me the same deal to let me join up with them. And when I said I'm not doing this damn job by myself, they put me in here for the time being. It's less of a jail and more of a holding cell for the time being. Can I guard friends? Can we take friend Sinjin with us? Yeah, sure, whatever. Hooray. Can I read Sinjin's mind to see if uh, he's on the up and up? She. Oh, she. Uh, yeah, roll. Ooh, that is in the yellow. Uh, yeah, you, uh, so you know she's on the up and up, uh, but I'll also let you ask me two questions about her and I can, and I will answer them truthfully. Okay, who is she? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she was Star-Lord. Sure. Mm-hmm. She had been a famous space outlaw when the first Star-Lord, Peter Quill, went missing and took over his uh, place. And then you get a second question. So is she generally a good, reliable person, lovable space rogue? Or is she like yeah. Bene- or Benicio del Toro in Star Wars? Wow, spoilers! Yeah, <laughs> in the movie, uh, she's generally reliable. She's your uh, Han Solo type. Okay, cool. Then she can come with us. Do I still have questions about the Kree, or was there only one there? Wait, does Luke think that Han Solo was reliable? That's his defining <laughs> char- characteristic? Personality-wise, personality-wise, as far as being a rogue, you rolled white for your knowledge about the Kree, so you are... No, I rolled the first time. Oh. The, my, my like, knowledge banks check, not my intuition check. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you... Yeah, I don't think you used your question. We probably got off on a tangent. Yeah. Exiles, the tangent podcast. Do I need to ask this now or can I save them for later? Uh, You can ask me the question now. Okay. Well, I don't have a specific one. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, when you get it, you can ask me that. And uh, yeah, so she is let out of her jail cell and uh, walks you over to her ship, which is parked in the back. What shape is Warlock in right now? Because the uh, spaceship didn't work out. Um, half ship, half man. Yeah, basically. I think just a uh, Warlock form. Okay. No, he looks like Teen Boat. Do you all know about Teen Boat? No. Yes. No. You don't want to... <laughs> It's uh, it's oh, uh, it's an all-age graphic novel series about a teen who is also a boat. Okay. Uh, the tagline is the angst of being a teen, the thrill of being a boat. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, I get on the spaceship. Let's go do this mission. And uh, we cut back to Wakanda. So uh, you have been introduced to the leader of the Freedom Legion. And uh, Bashinga is like, so what brings you to Wakanda? 
We're here to learn about cool science and such in Wakanda. Use their technology. He looks at you a bit incredulously and turns to Wendigo. What? What? You got something to say? Wendigo? James? I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for him to answer Dr. Nemesis. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you didn't say anything, so I wasn't sure if you were just being quiet, James, or not. No, despite the fact that I was at, I was looking up Teen Boat uh, <laughs> pictures, I was actually listening. I just couldn't think of anything to reply, and I wanted to see how it played out with uh, Dr. Nemesis. He is going to uh, make an intuition check to roll for you. And he uh, does not succeed high enough on that. And so you're here to study the vibranium then. Yes. And you're fine with the current leader of Wakanda? Tell us about the current leader. We don't know anything. Okay. Now that is where I'm concerned. How do you not know anything if you come to Wakanda? Um, We were sent here by... We were teleported here. I'm from Canada... Uh, I usually live in the woods and wrestle. I don't know a lot of things about geopolitics. And your scientist friend? Stay in the science lab, deep in an underground bunker. Don't come up much. Scott Summers I mean, he might... important. I think most of his deal is that he doesn't like Nazis. That's about all I know. Unless you guys are Nazis, he's probably going to be okay with you. Are you... No, we are not Nazis. Oh, okay, 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 good. I mean, you're fighting a black nation, you know. I I had to check, I had to check. Uh, Uh, Bishinga is black. No, no, I assumed. Yeah. He's being played by Michael B. Jordan. I, I assumed he was black. Michael B. Jordan also played Johnny Storm, though. Yeah, he was adopted in that movie. No, no he wasn't. It was Sue was adopted. No. Oh, yeah. so Sue was adopted? Right. I'll be honest. I've tried to forget most of that movie. Oh, why? We all did. That's for the best. Though the first half was okay. The first half was okay. The second half was very bad. Hooray for canonically uh, Jewish Ben Grimm, though. Yeah. It's about time. Mm-hmm. Bushinga looks at the both of you. Wakanda has been a monarchy for a long time, and the newest prince who has taken over, T'Challa III, is not great. He has been shown to be easily corruptible. He's dissolved the former Council of Elders. He has installed his own group. And as my father had once previously been a ruler of Wakanda, I'm seeking to take the throne that way I can dissolve it and restore a more council-based government that accurately represents the 18 tribes of Wakanda. I mean, I'm not going to lie. As a Canadian anti-monarchist, this seems okay. Yeah, this is fine. For now. For now? What does that mean? Making sure you're all on the up and up. Oh, yeah, also I should have mentioned he's a dick. 
I, I, I understand that right now. What's your opinion on Forge? Who? Exactly. You know. He's on our side. <laughs> <laughs> While Wakanda has previously had fights with Claw in the past, he uh, seeks to assist us at this point, but we are seen as a terrorist organization. As such, we have been forced to live on the outsides here as we have not been able to get accurate representation of our views within Wakanda itself due to T'Challa's oppressive regime. So we are seeking to take them down. I I heard that you were looking to have some training. Is that correct? Yeah. And... What is the ultimate goal of your training? I'd like to murder people with better efficiency. Wakanda has more advanced technology. And I want some of that new tech shit that they have. Then if you are willing to assist with us, I can provide you with training and resources. And together we can make a greater Wakanda. Uh... One sec. I want to talk with Jim for a sec. One sec. One sec. One sec. Uh, Also, who is this team that he has? So, so, what do you think, Jim? Uh, Yes. I mean, I'm kind of into it. I I want to know who this uh, team he has is. I feel like he's probably going to say it's the Avengers, and then we're going to get fucked. I I mean, listen. Listen. Worst case scenario, we can just murder them. That's true. I say play along (laughs) with it for now. Yeah. Provi- uh, 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 Mr. Mr. Killmonger, was it? Yes. Provisionally, yes, we agree. Okay. Well, uh, the other people who are on my main support team are Dr. Slay. She oh, is, God, uh, you're not helping yourself here. Why don't you guys, like, change your names? Because those are our family names. But they just seem so... How do you put it? Uh, mean and violent and evil. And what? what's your name? Dr. Nemesis. And say James. <laughs> <laughs> and make it a different me bit. Our, <laughs> our legacies in the names of our fathers are, and those who came before us are important to our identity as Wakandans. And while we may have had those who more appropriately lived up to the darker aspects of their names, we do not seek that anymore. I th- I, Our I, I, other team, I, th- I, 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 I toss them over both paperback and DVD copies of The Crucible. Y'all, the killmonging is a glorious profession, and. <laughs> <laughs> It's a proud tradition. Actually, his father got kicked out of Wakanda and changed his name to Eric Killmonger. 
God damn it. <laughs> his name. His name is all he has. I'm Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> this is a metaphor for McCarthyism. I will make you an invisible dress. I will drink your invisible dress. Okay. <laughs> Story. Let's go. Okay. And uh, the last and the last member of our team is uh, Anome, who had previously worked with the Fantastic Four. She is also helping us to develop our scientific capabilities. So, and again, who is the team that's helping T'Challa? Oh, oh, who is supporting him? Uh, he has his uh, Hatut Zaraze, his uh, secret police. Oh, he has his uh, Dora. He has the Dora Milaje, who are his bodyguards. But this Black Panther has not worked in the past with. Uh, the Avengers as the others have, if that is who you are asking about. He simply has a regime that he controls from the inside. So not the Avengers? No. Okay. If there is uh, anything else that I can get for you for now, I would be more than happy to, but thank you for joining, or at least being willing to work with us for now. Yeah, I need to call my union rep and see if this is allowed, but like provisionally, yes. Okay, and uh, let's go over where people can find one another. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverGen, and you can find my artwork at StreetOverGen.com. People can find me on Twitter at at Leask, L-E-A-S-K. And right now, that's about it. You can find me on Twitter at Ronch, 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 and you can find my writing on the Eisner-nominated WomenWriteAboutComics.com. You can find me at Fred Fett, and you can also hear me co-hosting Multiversal Q with Game Master Luke. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Coltrek, that's K-O-L-H-E-R-E-G, or LukeHair.com. Exiled Podcast is a weekly listener-supported podcast where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get early episodes each week, and you also get things like invites to the next bonus listener episode that we are getting, because we had a listener who has donated $10 a month for six months in a row. So thank you for doing that. Supportive listeners. Uh, You can find more out about the podcast and see our various image galleries at exiledpodcast.com. And thank you for listening. If you want to send in a question, you can do that via email for exiledpodcast at gmail.com or messaging me on Twitter or at the Exiled Podcast Twitter account. That also works very well. After things settled down from last week's or from the previous labor dispute question, uh, Forge has come in with the uh, next one that he has. Boo! Boo! Raise middle finger. I was in the room. How can I convince my publisher to change their fan comic guidelines so that I can finally publish my memoir of the erotic adventures of a small town group of bees wrapped around a Nazi skeleton living it up in the big city?
yours sincerely, the bees from Brazil. God. Fuck God. you. Oh my God. There is a part of this that I don't hate. <laughs> Luke, how many of these did you write? The fucking bees from Brazil, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> that one came from Dr. Young. You know, fuck one. you, Dr. Young. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Character. Uh, um, Dr. Young, but, uh, fuck off. Well, no, in character it would be the bees from Brazil. You need to fuck off. Dr. Young, I'm docking your pay for the week. That wasn't Dr. Young who said it. It was the inspir- it was the real Andrew Young who sent that question in. Uh, if you do want to write in a question, just write a question to nobody in particular, and you need to have that good, good tagline that summarizes who you are or what your problem is. Uh, if if you're publisher doesn't want you to do fan comics with guidelines don't publish them on their system i don't know do you guys have any better suggestions not giving don't make that comic you describe nazi B. yeah <laughs> yeah don't humanize nazi bees or don't normalize nazi no. bees i mean Fuck it's nazi kind of- bees they should be destroyed Burn your book. Yeah. I'll collapse their colony. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah. well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the next question next week. <laughs> I didn't know the listener question could get worse, but here we are. Make it worse, make it worse, make it worse. Apparently, just write your worst yeah, puns worst. to Luke, and he will put them in the show. <laughs> specifically torture me. Or, like, write some good questions so that the party can actually discuss them. <laughs> Jen, if we really wanted to torture you, we would have made you go to the Guy Fieri restaurant in New York before it shut down. Listen, you can't make me do shit. <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs> My dad almost made me go to the Guy Fieri restaurant. <laughs> you know that uh, in our in our home we have a series recording set up for drivers' diamonds and dives. Uh, we also have oh, a signed Christ. glossy photo of uh, Guy Fieri and a miniature uh, novelty flavor time license plate. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just imagining that as one of those prints where it's like, in this house, we ride in the TARDIS, we... In this house, we can play with I'm actually in hell. Like, I don't want to eat at his restaurants, but, like, it can, it's, it's, he's, there's a certain genuineness to his enthusiasm for things that can be kind of fun. I mean, he did, like, cater, um, like, a mass gay wedding that time, so that was cool. It, yeah, and like he like was uh, th- this last year did a ton of food support for 
uh, people affected by and people fighting the California wildfires. Like, he's genuinely apparently a pretty okay mm-hmm. dude. I just don't want to eat at his restaurants. This Ben Guy. I thought you told me to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you to go. I'm not going to go. Come on. Well, you're bad friends. Fine, fine. You know what? If, if someone pays for me to come, to come to New York, I will go to i will go to that restaurant with you well it's not gonna be there anymore well then people should like when is it when is it closing i don't know well then people should get on it uh you know xavier files uh that person luke mentioned who donated a bunch of money uh you you know donate enough money for me to visit jen in new york and she and i can go to america bar and grill it closed two days ago well, then we're going to go to a different one in a different city. <laughs> go they to have to, they have to pay for Jen's travel too. We can just go to the Applebee's at Coney Island. Let's go. Let's go to the Applebee's right near Grand Central. Oh God! There has to be an Olive Garden somewhere. We can do this. No, we go oh, to yeah. TGI Fridays for all you can eat apps because now no, they don't make. I have. I'm man. drawing a fucking line there. <laughs> Wait, do you support Crapplebees over TGI Fridays? Yeah. Ooh. That's how bad TGI Fridays is. Well, once again, it's been Restaurant Talk with the Exiled Podcast. Uh, send in your questions. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>